Good evening, my people. We are back. We with, need to start working on like an actual. Yeah, I know, bro. Like, like half the time we're just spit on. I just, like you know, but, hey, but, bitch, look, man. I know what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> This is this is the intro. This is, the intro. this is the intro for this Fine. episode. Just you wanna be an ass. It's gonna change next week again. Who knows, B? We gotta keep it fresh. Anyways, anyways, some, some shit. I don't know. Nigga, get to the point. <laughs> What's going on, people? We are back um, with episode two of our mini series um, about the rap game, and we have a very special guest. Um, I've known him since I worked at Elitch Gardens. Um, known him for a while. I a, met him at a concert. It was dope. <laughs> he's an up-and-coming rapper in the Colorado scene. Um, I'm letting him. His birth name is Adam Nash, but I, I don't know how to say rap name. I tried it and I can't fucking say. It. I might valve and then I have like a seizure afterwards. So if you want to explain it? Yeah. Go ahead. So so I got two alternative names. Uh, I got so you can call me either Val or uh, the name is uh, Vale IV. That's not yeah, hard, yeah. bro. How do you not know how to pronounce that? Because I can't read. Yeah, <laughs> all made, all made, no, people think it's like hieroglyphics. People think it's like all sorts of shit. Nah, it's, yeah, it's about that. He's idea. into the horrorcore thing, so I'm like, there's like some kind of demon worshiping there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the well, the name behind it is uh, so Vale is the uh, is the um, fuck. Uh, it's fuck. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> it's fuck. Nah, man, it just basically means uh, goodbye in Latin, and then IV is the Roman numeral for four, and four is something that uh, is commonly in my life. Please don't tell me you just Google something cool, or did you actually like, really like <laughs> No, no. I'm just saying, some of these rap names, like little pixie ducks, like, I'm just saying, like... Yo, little butterscotch kisses. <laughs> like, no, was it something I mean, you really thought of, or...? No, no, it's something I thought of for a minute. It's like something that's just like... It's... So, to me, Latin, I... When I... When I first started growing up, I, my first language was Spanish. It mm -hmm. wasn't English. And so like Latin to me, it's just always been something that's been kind of cool, I guess. And you have the whitest name ever. <laughs> oh, bro, I don't know, bro, no, that is, I, I can contest, bro, I can contest. Um, but no, bro, it's, yeah, no, Vale Avi is just like the, that's like, that's like another version of me, I guess you could say. Um, I guess like more like musically inclined, you know. I was gonna mean? say because when I met you, you were like one of those like stereotypical white boys that like go to like Cherry Creek that have the visor on and all that stuff. So I was oh, like, me. and then like I, and then we like go our separate ways, and then I see you do this whole like three sixty. I'm like, who hurt him? One eighty four. I know what I meant. Oh, me, bro. No, like, I, I mean, was like, who hurt him? <laughs> I mean, no, it's always been there, bro. And like, I've always had that aesthetic, but like. It's, I guess, like, I don't know, it's just, like, I've never had that look, you know what I mean? I guess you could say, like, everybody has kind of, like, an alternate, like, like yeah. black suit Spider-Man kind of deal. Oh, me, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it goes. All right, man, so let's, let's just kind of jump into a few questions, man. So tell the people some of your inspirations behind your music. Uh, yeah, man, so, like, really, you know, music to me is, like, always been there in my life. So right, when right. I, growing up, my brother played in a band called 3AM. They were, like, a punk kind of like like a blink 182 or like a green day kind of band that's cool and so they were always in the local scene and so like growing up we listened to like elvis presley like that's like my number one person who i always listened to right um but then my mom always put around like ray charles amy winehouse like motown and then my brother came in with like 
the Beatles, Blink-182, Green Day. And so then I started getting into like Slipknot. Like I started branching out myself, started getting into like, yeah, Slipknot. Slipknot. You got a Slipknot shirt on. Yeah, right on me, I got a Slipknot shirt. For the people who can't see, he's wearing a Slipknot shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, well, I was just getting into like Slipknot. Uh, Marilyn Manson, I was obsessed with like in, in uh, middle school. Did you hear the rumor that he took his ribs off? Yes, bro, I heard that rumor. I think we all did. Bro, if you didn't hear that rumor, who are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go to public school, did you? Literally, all <laughs> Me, bro um but yeah and then like about high school um it's when i started getting into the underground scene i started listening to, like chris travis mm-hmm. night lavelle mm-hmm. uh and then suicide boys and then x came around that shit changed my life right um because x is your biggest inspiration yeah the x is my biggest inspiration i got him tattered on me and everything bro like mm-hmm. um i got yeah x my inspiration bro he really changed my life and my perspective on music mm-hmm. really um and he like to me it was almost like looking through a mirror if that makes sense like well, yeah. it's just like yeah. he he was everything he was feeling i was feeling right you know what i mean that's yeah. what kind of got me through and he's only like a year older than me so it's like it's about, yeah. i'm seeing him do shit and i and that's to me is inspiration i'm seeing this boy take over the fucking world bro mm-hmm. right and that's inspiration to me you know what I mean? And How he, did you feel when people were like... Basically when he passed away when and they were just dogging him. People were just trashing him. Bro, that's fucking... That's sick, bro. That's sick to me because that's a 20-year-old kid. You know what right. I mean? Fuck all this rap shit, bro. He's a 20-year-old kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, for whatever allegations he had, for whatever... I don't want to like speak too much on that because like, I don't know his whole situation or right. whatever. Like, I, But the thing is, with, the, with people, you go to jail... Right, the reason you go to prison is to change, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a second chance. And that's exactly what he did. And people still dog on him for it. And it just really goes to show no matter no matter how big you are, no matter who you are, like people are just always gonna hate on you. Right. You know what I mean? Even if you're alive or dead, and it's like and it was fucking sick seeing like forty year old fucking white man, you know what I mean, dogging on some twenty year old black kid that got killed like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like and it, to me, what's sickening is that they resorted it to gang violence right away, mm-hmm. when it, that wasn't even so. Yeah. X wasn't right. part of no gang, no. but that's what they assumed because he's a black kid and a, and he's a rapper. Oh, of course. And he got shot. And he has tattoos on. His and face. he has tattoos on his fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah, but now like now look at him, bro. Like that boy, that that boy got like over a billion streams. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. he's. And he's not even, that's not even like, he's not even in the rap lane doing that shit. He's not doing it in pop, he's doing it in reggae, he's doing it in rock, you know what I mean? You know what's kind of crazy? And this kind of ties back to what we were talking about last week. You know, when you die, it, it's amazing how much love you get after you die. Yeah. Like, like, look at Pop Smoke. Yeah. His, his album just came out, which I think, in my opinion, I'll put that in the category, you know, for talks of album of the year, personally. Oh, yeah. Same with Juice World. Yeah. You know, another person who passed away, what, last year? Like, at, oh, yeah. yeah, it was last year. He just turned 21, which yeah. is tragic. Yeah. And, you know, he Legends Never Die comes out. It's what, it, last it time broke, I checked. It broke Spotify's record for Last time I checked, right now, it has over 500,000 sales, which is amazing for first week. Yeah, I think it has yeah. like 500 million streams. So, yeah. But, like, what was the love when they were still here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's because all they see is some kid Oh, he's with, a like, drug addict or whatever. And yeah. he's always talking about being sad. And, like, I think it's just kind of like a personal thing when people see that. And they're like, well, he's spreading a bad message. Like, he's glorifying suicide or he's glorifying. I'm like, no. Like we said in our episode about bitch. 
Like we said in our episode last week, was that uh, he he was going through something, and music is a it's an outlet. It's man. an outlet you to know? expose what you're really going through, and like like one of the biggest people who does it, and you know I'm thankful to God that he's still here is Kid Cudi, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, yeah. my, like I said last week, Kid Cudi, I could honestly say my life. So, you know, I'm, if I if I if I can meet Kid Cudi, man, I actually just might cry. <laughs> All me, bro. Speaking <laughs> on that note, uh, do you have like like a top five of like I mean outside of X, do you have like a top five like albums or songs or artists that like ins- in- inspired you or helped you through like a dark time or like what are your top five biggest like inspirations? It could be outside of rap or like like just, just in general, bro. Like any any songs or artists. Just it doesn't matter if it's rap, rock, you know, yeah, blues. I know blues is historic, you know. Yeah, <laughs> on me. Um, no, man. Like going back to like Elvis, bro. Like Elvis, really, really, like his voice is insane, bro. Like his just how his vocal range is insane, and and each word he's saying, bro, just like hits hard. You know what I mean? Your favorite Elvis song? <sighs> man, there's this song called. Uh, You'll never walk alone. Mm. It's a. Uh, it's it's actually my grandma's favorite song. That shit. That's sweet. Ooh, bro, that shit hits hard. <laughs> bro, he sits there, bro. Like the chorus is, "You'll never walk alone." Mm-hmm. So, just like imagine, just like Elvis, like fucking singing that shit, bro. Just that shit, and he and he has like a voice crack in it. Right. So it like it hits even harder. But I mean, there's plenty, bro. I mean, Nirvana, for instance, Kurt Cobain, like really a lot of. Like Dom, for instance, mm-hmm. that's like it's one song. To they have a song called "Rape Me." I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> oh, but that's Spotify. Please don't take us off. <laughs> on me, bro. No, "Rape Me," bro. That's that song's crazy, but that's like it has a deeper meaning behind it. You know what I mean? I would hope so. Yeah, it has like it's it's about like it's about women getting raped, but like in the sense of like warning, I guess. Right. Uh, I can't go too too deep into it because I I don't know the whole thing, but. Yeah, that's, that's the whole rape culture is an episode we can make later. Yeah, you know, um, uh, it's amazing how like how much other genres of music influence rappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's so many yeah. like sampled hooks from so many like artists that they take from different songs and yeah. stuff like that. Like. There's like, especially if you're big in the EDM scene, like EDM and fucking hip hop are like best friends. Best friends, yeah, friends dude. Like, like they, they take, like uh, Wiz Khalifa when he first came out, he took a song from like he took a beat from like a techno song, an old techno song. Oh, um, I can't remember the damn name. Oh, Kanye did it too. Kanye did it too. Kanye did it with Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the collabs too. Like, yeah, man. Like okay, Skrillex and Rick Ross have a song from Purple Lamborghini. Is Purple so hard. Purple Lamborghini. <laughs> Purple Lamborghini is that song. When I heard that, I was like, I want to do this white dude. I'm like, woo. <laughs> Yo, but like Marshmallow, whenever he get puts on. Mm-hmm. Marshmallow did a song with Juice World. Juice World, Damn. X, bro. He has a song with X, bro. That's supposed mm-hmm. to come out. That shit sounds insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, his song with Chris, uh, Chris Martin Tiger lighted up. I was like, okay, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually supposed to get with a, um, this DJ. Uh, his name's Widow. He, uh, me and him are about to collab on like some EDM like shit. EDM. Yeah, local EDM shit. That's gonna be dope. I'm trying to do Carl some like, like scream dubstep. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. bro. And that's that's exactly what I'm trying to get. It's like my shows. I want to start throwing some EDM in there too. So like, yeah. I'm gonna, like the DJs are gonna start. 
being like EDM DJs. So nice. like now that we're like, since we're on the topic of shows, like I know you've done a few shows, but what was it like, like when you were like when you were getting up there and you were like getting ready to go on shows, like I was it nervous? At, was it were you like nerve wracking at first? Like were you like did you have second thoughts? Did you not want to do it? Because I mean it's different, of course, because like like we both worked at Elitches. Yeah. But it's different being. Uh, instead of being at Big Wheel, and then all of a sudden, yeah. like, all the eyes are on you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's different. Yeah, so, it's I gotta ask, like, when you saw all those people, whether it was, I mean, I know it was, like, a small problem. When you saw those people, you were like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, <laughs> I mean, bro, like, all right, we'll take the Wi-Fi's funeral show that I uh, opened up for. for I was supposed to go to that show, and I had to work that, and then I was pissed. Bro, you <laughs> missed a good show, bro. It was it was fire. Um, I love Wi-Fi's funeral. That's another artist on my top five. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's fucking sick, bro. But uh, now when I open up for Wi-Fi's, bro, like, I'm so basically, I'm sitting there behind stage, and I'm just hearing like my music kind of start playing, and the DJ's like, you know, uh, get ready for a ball IV, blah blah, getting getting that crowd crowd hyped up, and you know, Steve-O has this great fucking saying that he always has. I don't know if you guys heard this, but he goes, mm-hmm. he goes. Uh, anything I say I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna count to three, right? And by three, I'm gonna do it. Right. It doesn't. I. There's no turning back. Like, there's actually, nothing. That's the first time I've heard that. I haven't heard that before. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. So it's real good. So, so that I took. I take that advice, and that's what I run with, right? Mm-hmm. And before every show, I have like an envision of how I want it to go down. How each song I play. You know, I play it out in my head how I'm going to play it out, you know. Right. Um, and so, <laughs> and so, you know, I'm sitting <laughs> Jax, you motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We got, uh, we got Diego oh, yeah, in the back. Yeah. That's the only Diego in the back. <laughs> That's my roommate. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so you know, I'm sitting in the backstage, and uh, so you know, just kind of in your head, you go one, two, three, and I, I'll pop out, and I just hear, you know, the chant, of, you know, I hear the the screams, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's always that like feeling of like, you're yeah, you're nervous, but when you go on the stage, it's like something clicks, and it's just mm-hmm. like kind of everything shuts off. Yeah, everything shuts out, and like you're a whole different person. You know what right. I mean? At that point, you're. It's basically the same thing Michael Jackson said. He's like, when I hit that stage, but I'm free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how it is. said the same thing. Bruno Mars has said the same thing. Like, it's a complete all of the different. greatest entertainers are like, it's a complete different feeling when I get yeah. on the stage. Like, I can I can only think like the mental gymnastics you're doing trying to hype yourself up backstage because yeah, one you probably don't know how big the crowd is. No. Nah. Two, you're like, okay, you know, I haven't performed in a while, and I'm kind of rusty or whatever. And uh, so, I don't know. I, me, I'm not an artist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so I can't really think, but, you know, um, I can kind of like this podcast. When we first started this podcast, I was nervous as hell. I was like, yeah. okay, all right, shit, like, what are we going to talk about? You know, how are we going to sound? But, you know, when we actually did it, it was like, oh, man, this is fun as well. You know right. On me. <laughs> I mean, like, definitely my first show, bro, like, it was going to be like a eight-mile situation. I was about to go in the bathroom and puke my <laughs> fucking guts out. You feel me? Like, I'm sitting there like, damn, what, you know, like, Eminem, something, you know, something the gods, you know what I mean? But, like, bro, nah, like, definitely when you walk out on a stage and there's, like, five people, 
it's definitely like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's almost like a, that feeling of, I'm just going to walk out. Fuck mm-hmm. it. But when you're standing in a crowd of like a hundred, that's a different feeling. Because right. you're, when you're going up, bro, you're, you're not seeing faces. Mm-hmm. Like, you're seeing numbers. You're just, yeah, you're just seeing blackness, bro. You're not seeing shit. You're just mm-hmm. like, you just know eyes are watching you, but you don't see it. Right. And so for me, yeah, I just let out that freeness. You know what I mean? Like right, fucking, right. bro, like after the show, I just had so many people come up to me. They were like, bro, you look like a demon on stage. You're like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? <laughs> they were like, bro, you was just staring at me the whole time while that song was playing. I was like, yeah, bro. Oh, God. Bro, I'm on fucking, uh, I w- my first out-of-state show, I played out of Arizona. Nice. I wish I had the live footage, bro, but fuck, I was standing on a, the end of the show, I was playing my song, uh, Test Me, fucking standing on a 12-foot ladder dog. Everyone's moshing around. It's the craziest shit, bro. How do you feel like, when you see all that? Like, you just get like, you can just run through a fucking wall. Like, when you see like shit like that, yeah, people are like, crazy yo yeah, trip. Like, yeah, it's a The two feelings that I'm feeling is I'm either going to get trampled because I'm small, or something about to get stabbed. <laughs> bro, it's, it's a dope feeling, bro. Like, it's just like people singing your songs back to you. It's like people right. chanting, you know what I mean? It's just like when people are fucking each other up to your music, it's like, that's what I do this for. You know what right. I mean? That's why I make... Off that, yeah. yeah, that's why I scream on a fucking beat is so that people can take out their energy mm-hmm. on in the mosh pit. And then, like, my, my goal is for people to take their that negative energy and release it there. And then pr- produce positive energy into the world. Right. Instead of like, you, they go and do some dumb shit now. Shit yeah. Yeah. Facts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, they go beat up on their girl because, you know, they had a bad day at work. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, they release that, those negative thoughts, those negative feelings, whatever, at your show. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, you know, my, my shows are for people to, uh, to release that negative feeling so that way they can release positive feelings outside to the world. Because when you're, because bro, like when you're. When you're fucking each other up, bro, mm-hmm. you're you're fucking like you're holding hands right after, bro. You, it don't matter if you just got socked in the motherfucking face. You're sitting there outside. Oh, like, so, I'm, bro, okay, at the Denzel show you and I went to, yes, I remember. I okay, they started playing "Look at Me," right? Yeah, and I just remember when the beat dropped and you know X started going. I just see this nigga get flung off somebody's shoulders, bro. <laughs> and, the crowd just engulfed this nigga. I was like, that, that dude is dead. <laughs> yes, bro. That's literally like how it goes, bro. It's just like, like Mind you, I've never marched before in my life, but I was like, it's they're doing a tribute to eggs, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Look at me, it's like one of my favorite songs from Eggs. Yeah. And when I first heard it, I was like, I just drove through a war, like windows oh, down, man. just yelling. X lyrics, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, this is the first time I heard from X. All me, <laughs> like, all me, bro. Like, no, that's exactly how it is. Is like, that's the first song I heard too. And right, like, and I was just like, okay, yeah. So, but like, and I was like, you told me you do music. I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna be at the show. Yeah, <laughs> all me, bro. Yeah, it was just like to see how people react to your music, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I wish, I wish, like, you need to when show opens up, you should definitely come to the show. Oh, definitely. Like, y'all man. should definitely come through. That I'll like, definitely be there because I, I support the homies, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, and the shit we got planned is insane, bro. Like, we got, I got, fuck, bro. All right, so I had a show lined up in L.A. Mm, um, nice. next month, but as we so, know, yeah, as we know, the whole COVID shit. Right. We don't know when that's gonna happen. But uh, possibly we'll be having a headliner show right after this whole COVID shit. Um, Hopefully. And I would love for y'all to come. 
right? Yeah. Fucking release that negative energy. Yeah, I, I miss California. That's where I kind of grew up. There, like, in, I grew year. up in San Diego. So oh, facts. Like two, three hours away from LA. Facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No offense, but I like Colorado a little bit better than California. Hey, man, no offense taken. I love it here. Yeah, facts, <laughs> like, bro. So, like, at the, so, you know, speaking of, like, performing and all that stuff, what are some artists, I mean, obviously, besides X, who are, like, more artists that you wish or you wanted to like want to collab with or you want to like work with on stage you know work with on stage um bro there's a there's a lot of people bro like it's not even just like i would love to see you on stage with suicide boys suicide boys would be late (laughs) or ski mask ski mask uh zilla kami or city morgue i know (laughs) know city morgue is like that's like my dream. City Morgan is like my dream. I marched with Zilla Kami actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the Suicide Boys show. Mm-hmm. Like I met them. They're 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 dope. Um, City Morgan for sure. Uh, surprisingly, Travis Scott would be fun as fuck. Bro, bro. Travis would be lit. Um, <laughs> I love but I love honestly, bro. I love like underground shows. So like NASCAR Allo, like when they're doing those like small venues, bro. NASCAR and what? His, <laughs> Alright, so now, bro, alright, he's out, he, he's Explain from, that. he's from, he's from, that. NASCAR Alley, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a punk kid, pretty much. Okay. Like, does trap metal. Um, it's, like, like, it's like, it's like he just took like a bunch of names, put him in a back, shook that shit up, and it was like, NASCAR Alley. you have to see. <laughs> bro, no, straight up, that does, like, I, when I first saw his name, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, you, you could've chose a different name, bro. Right, but okay, if his music is lit, I'm with it. No, nah, his music's dope, bro. I mean, they like, read off his award, and NASCAR, who the hell? <laughs> Me, bro. Nah, yeah, nah, that kid's dope. Uh, Is this nigga's name NASCAR Elo? <laughs> <laughs> on me, bro. Yeah, nah, he's he's sick. Like, I love like the, but I love like the small venue shows. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. like that's why like Cervantes is my favorite venue to go yeah. to because it's like so close packed. Usually I'm on the balcony so I can get like a better view oh, of the artist. Yeah. I'm also very small, so I don't want to be crazy. Yeah. Like, no, but when Enzo Curry did Ultimate, bro, I was like, I'm in that bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We you all like, went downstairs. You were running, motherfucker. I was like, we're running with you, bro. I was like, I'm, I was like, like, I'm yeah. a big dude. I'm a big dude, but I'm a mosh today. I'm going to fuck some people up. Right? <laughs> and just the energy in that, the energy in Cervantes, bro. I've never been to, a, I've never gone to a show in Cervantes where I, like, I had to fear. Yeah. Plus, security's pretty tight knit there. You know they're pretty strict, like yeah. like until the like they're like no smoking, and then like Jordan Lucas came out, and his homie was just smoking a straight up blunt, and they're like, whatever, bro. Homie, <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah, see, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping after this whole COVID shit, I could get some shows lined up with the Cervantes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the goal. Did you ever think like? Do you ever think like when you see all these artists and like? I know it's every artist, but do you ever get that doubt in your head? Do you ever feel like, do you ever see some of these artists and you're just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get as big as them. I don't know if like, I'm ever going to like, you know what I mean? Like, do you ever um, doubt yourself? I doubt myself, but not for that reason. Um, I doubt myself for the sense of like, for the dumbest shit, bro. Just like, I'm sitting here like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? I should right. probably go get a nine to five. You know what I mean? That's just like every artist. But no, nah, bro, I look at all these other artists. I'm, I'm very competitive. So like, mm-hmm. I study these motherfuckers. I know what they're right. doing. You know what I mean? I know what their next moves are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but nah, bro, like I get along with like the bigger guys pretty well too. Um, shout out Rand Steez, bro. Uh, that's, he's a, he's a bigger name coming up in Colorado. Uh, shout out Jacob Campbell. Uh, that's the homie. That's uh, <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Number uh, 24, Jacob Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know y'all would talk about Trev Rich. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Trev Rich. Him and uh, Jacob Campbell actually just had a song 
uh, they put out that's pretty fire. To me, you know what? Speaking about Trey Rich, he's a he's a Colorado artist who got nominated for a Grammy because of Spider Man. Mm -hmm. To me, that's huge, bro. That's huge because like the giant. That's 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 major, bro. Because like that to me that tells you like yes, we're in Colorado, but like we can really make this state pop. Bro, this state is very important for the underground scene. Right? Oh, very so, important, like, man. Have Pete, you seen underground EDM here? It's insane. Yes, bro. Fucking, <laughs> not even, not even that, bro. Like even just like rap too. Rap, um, oh yeah, major. Because we got we, bro, we had uh, Rojas Fest here, mm -hmm. uh, which had X, Playboy, Cardi, um, Ski Mask, like a bunch of artists, bro. Um, and then fucking Lil Peep and Ghost Main were living here. Like if, I don't know if y'all saw the. Uh, the little peep documentary, mm -hmm. but most oh, of that here? Was, yeah, most know? of that was shot here. I didn't that's know that. Crazy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the shit was shot here. It's okay to cry. Yeah, like that's another dude from Colorado that's pretty big. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, so we are, bro. We are like pop, and we we're we're gonna. Like we're I, not, but like I said in the last episode, I was like, we just kind of gotta. Like you look at cities like Atlanta. Yeah, and you know, so you see how like. Lil Baby will work with, you know, Young Thug, and Young Thug will work with the Migos, and they'll work, they work with each other. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what we have to do out here, too. Um, yeah, to a certain extent, bro, but you don't, you don't even necessarily need that. I wouldn't say work, I was, more like support, you know what I'm saying? What we need, what we need, um, and I talked about this a few months ago, is we need, uh, we need, like, A&Rs out here. We need people in the mm. studios really scouting these talents because we don't have anyone, bro. We don't have any A&Rs out here. We don't right. have any managers hitting up these artists. We don't have, like, no support, bro. Mm -hmm. So, like, how are we supposed to succeed when we don't have support? Right. You know right. what I mean? Where's, where's the major labels coming to these artists? Right. You know? Like, but do you also feel like labels are killing the rap game because a lot of people are, um, like, a lot of people like Chance. They don't, they're not... I mean, a contract by anybody. So, do you feel like that's the better way to do it, or do you uh, feel like you need a label? And like Young Boy, right now, he's in a label and he hates that shit. Well, young Boy like, also took kind of like Will. So hey. That's see, you keep talking about Young Boy. That's probably what got the hate now. Because that dude was that dude was from New Orleans. <laughs> so that's where Young Boy's from. So he probably eats blue. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you. I hope you're listening to this episode, boy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So oh. do you feel like labels are killing the rap game because they so like, like your persona, I guess would would be like not label friendly. Because you know how labels are. They yeah. want. They don't want. They don't want anybody anybody to get scared off because of their artists. But do you feel like? But at the same time, I feel like they can adapt to their artists too. I think so too. But <laughs> like, I feel like at the same time, they could kill their artists. So do you feel like it's better to go both figuratively so and literally? Here's the thing: is that ninety, about like eighty, about eighty ninety percent of the music industry is fake. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. Yeah. it's all fake oh, yeah. as fuck. Oh yeah, the fakest shit that you will like six nine bro isn't six nine. <laughs> That's not real 6 9 bro. Fucking Danny. 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 His name fucking is Danny. Danny. <laughs> His name is Danny. Like, what? Come on, bro. <laughs> um, you see those pictures before you got all tatted up, bro? Like, come on, 6 9 you, Bro, bro yeah. You bro, he knows damn well he ain't no blood. Like, let's be real. Bro, <laughs> and what's crazy, though, is like, Treyway members, bro, I could really believe he was out there in the streets, but they were saying he was already out there in the streets. I, 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 I wouldn't know. doubt it. Like, I mean, he was a photographer. That's the only thing. And so he was six nine got famous because of City Moore, mm. and okay. and he mm -hmm. and then and then he started going to Trippy Red. So he's he, you know he's just using these people to step on them and then get right. Of course, it's just like you know, um, gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. But as far as like is the record labels uh, ruining it to a sense, yes. Um, 
Because they're signing some bullshit-ass contracts, bro, with, like, small artists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're making... They're just signing some bullshit-ass contracts and screwing these artists over. So you see people like Youngboy, see people... Youngboy can't read. Fucking Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not trying to get another hating ass comment from some dude named fucking Lorenzo. <laughs> like, exactly, bro. Like, uh, or who who was it? Gucci, bro, or Gucci Mane, bro. Like he mm. was just talking about it. Um, you know, these these artists signed some contracts that are just bullshit because they, they sit there and promise these shits, but Right, like they go like, Oh, you'll get this signing bonus of whatever. Yeah. And then you like they don't read the fine print, like, oh yeah, we get ninety percent of that shit though. You get like <laughs> yeah, they like you get the first ten, 10 and that's it. On me, yeah. bro, like they take so much out of it and then, but i thought there's also some really dope labels like if i had if i was a rapper artist and kendrick lamar and j cole while him say you got to choose one i'm signing with top dog yeah. <laughs> like yeah because one top dog that snoop dog said it best top dog is what death row wanted to be but they're just way more organized yeah and i'm like i told like i told you last night like top dog they rotate like okay schoolboy drops and then kendrick drops and then scissor drops and then j rock drops and then absol drops and it just keeps rotating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamville, I don't even know. Like, I didn't know half the niggas on Dreamville because J. Cole doesn't put them on. Oh, me, bro. <laughs> like, I was like, they were like, oh, yeah, I love J.I.D. Who the fuck is J.I.D.? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, he's one of J. Cole's artists. J. Cole has artists? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and they, and they are ruining it because, like, look at Fetty Wap, bro. He was oh, on top man. of the fucking oh. world. Oh, and then, man, I and then. And then a year later, where does where does he we go? We were just saying the same thing. Like, where did he go? Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to pee. Okay. Mm-hmm. To, the, to the right. Thanks for the just announcing that in the podcast. Anyways, anyways. Back, sorry, guys. This is gonna be a really interesting episode. <laughs> we got dogs barking and shit. Oh me, bro. Diego trying to get food and shit. All size women walking through my house. <laughs> I'm trying to bathroom. Oh, where were we? Oh, you were talking about Fetty Wap. Yeah, bro. So, like, look at Fetty Wap, bro. Like, that just goes to show why the the, the music industry is being ruined by labels. Because they are just putting motherfuckers down, bro. Like, this this dude had how many billboard hits? How many? You know what I mean, dude? Like, dude, and then, top of the world, dude. And yeah. then just drops down, bro. They just shelf them right away. They're like, all right, we done with you. Like, right. bye. And now that boy, where's he at? You know what I mean? Going, it's the same thing with Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash is a Lyft driver now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Exactly. Roscoe, and Roscoe Dash, like, all through, like, the 2010s. Nigga was on every Everything. song. He Everything. Was like, he was singing the hook on it. Bro, he had it spelling his name in no, in no hands. With yeah. Bob, Bob oh, <laughs> like, but like, and so that that just goes to show, bro. It's just like how fast shit can turn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with record labels, you have to stay in their vision. That's why I was saying like your look and your sound. Like you have to stay within what they want to do. They, there's a lot of artists nowadays, especially like pop artists. Like the Taylor Swift documentary, she talks about how like they wanted her to be America's sweetheart, but she was like, "Well, I want to speak up for this political thing that's happening like in Texas." Yeah. They're like, "Don't fucking do that," and she's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." Well, bro, you know? and you know what? You guys don't know what label puppets are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. label, so la- yeah, label puppets like for indus- those or like industry plants. Yeah, yeah, industry plants for those who don't know. I guess it's like it's just people that the label sees that has like some kind of musical talent and just basically makes them famous and like, out of nowhere out of nowhere like you'll 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 like bad baby bad baby well kind of no, he was he was really big in the latin community and then you know 
what was like 20, not 2018. Not Bad Bunny, not Bad, oh, bad Bunny, no, no, Bad, bad Baby. We're thinking about, yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, uh, bad, that? bad Bunny, he was huge. Bad Baby, she got famous off the Dr. Phil shit. Yes. But <laughs> that's, that's true. Sorry. But she's also an industry kind because they're like, oh, she's hood. Quote, unquote, so we're just going to put her on a song. Well, all right. Here's a good, like, famous example. Is, uh, I don't, you probably don't know who he is, but Jumex. Who? Uh, he, he's, he's, I've heard the name. All right, so I remember that video of the kid who like had the green dreads and he was smoking the blunt in class. Oh yeah. And he was like, he, what he was a world star, like fuck this shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Jumex, and he. Okay. They saw him in this video and they go, let's make this kid a star. And they right. just fucking, he's in the studio every other week. Like they deleted yeah. his old SoundCloud. Like they make him an artist and mm -hmm. they make him big. And look, and that kid never performed before. Never performed, not even a warehouse show, nothing. And is now performing in front of like a thousand people in Russia. Right, what? right. That's such an odd. It's kind of like it's kind of like that. Yeah. That's what happened to Pete. Pete yeah, was that's huge in Russia. Pete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to go out to Russia and get my first show. That'd be right. fucking lit, bro. Well, not not my first show, I guess, but like, but like your uh, first international show. Yeah, bro, that'd be lit, bro. Motherfuckers, <laughs> bro, they on me, bro. They'd be crazy though. They, they, that's why I want bro, that. There's, there's like so many artists out there, like you, you don't know who the hell they are, and they're like huge ups, like Matt Ox. Yeah, I was like, who the hell is this kid? And I'm like, he's doing. He did an interview with Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper. I was like, label the, puppet, bro. I was like, how, where the fuck did he come from? Just kidding. <laughs> I, I can't even say label puppet because I don't know. I, I don't even know. If he, I don't even know. I don't even know if he signed to a label. He just out of out of the blue. I just see him on DJ Academics page, and I'm like, who is this kid? But I also yeah. feel like that kind of ties into like the generational gap that we were talking about because, like I was saying, like rap gets kind of like a bad rep because, especially nowadays, modern rap, and I'm sure you could attest to it because you you know you dipped your toe in like you know screamo, and screamo also gets a, a bad rap for being yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. But I feel like it's like a generation thing because you have all these like SoundCloud rappers and you have all these like industry plants that kind of that back in the day in the '90s and the '80s I'm sure they were there, yeah. but they weren't as predominant as they are now. Because like nowadays, all somebody has to do is say I'm a rapper, get some trash ass beat from YouTube, and then go on and then like put it on SoundCloud and then you say that they're a rapper and they don't yeah. put heart into it. So a lot of this. Like what the older generation hey, was like, saying to like, us. Meth, like Method Man said it best. He's like, back in the day, if you said you're a rapper, they were like, prove it. Yeah. You know, where's your bars? Where's now your bars? you say, I'm a rapper, these kids go, where's your chains? Yeah. Me, <laughs> so you feel like there's also that, like, being like who you are and like at your age, you feel like there's that disconnect is there or are they just talking out their asses because they're old heads? Um, man, it's just like, that's how life goes, bro. Like, they're. People are gonna hate on the new music, you know what I mean? People right. hate on rock and roll, people threw fucking shit at Elvis, you know? People mm -hmm. had fucking protests to the Beatles, people, you know what I mean? That's just how it is, bro. Like, it, right. I mean, it's just gotten less worse, but it's like, that's just, you know, that's, it's just old people, like, who, old people, Who bro. knows like, what rap's gonna look like 10, 20 years Exactly, now. like, we're probably gonna be the old heads, bro. We're probably gonna sit there and go, what the fuck is this? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Right. Like, let's be honest, like, like we're... I'm not gonna lie, at first when I saw, like, like when the freshman when the XXL freshman list came out for twenty like fourteen, twenty fifteen, and then like all the SoundCloud shit started blowing up, I was like, What the hell happened to hip hop? But then oh, I started man. listening to them. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays I, I still feel think like nowadays, 2011 are my favorite classes. Yeah. I feel like nowadays <laughs> new rap is a lot I wouldn't say a lot better, but it's 
they have they it's a lot more fun they correspond yeah. with their audience more yeah it's it's, well, it's it's more about like we want to party you know what i'm saying like okay imagine you're in the club on a friday night right yeah you know you just got off work and your homies go to the club you're like all right cool and the dj starts playing new york state of mind from nas like that's gonna kill my whole mood. Like, oh, nigga, I'm ready to hear that shit. Like, that. like, but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. certain, like, you better put on some egos or something. But it's starting to correspond. <laughs> do you feel like it's starting to like correspond with their audience more? Because you know the, I guess they call it sad boy rap. Yeah. Like, do you? What's well, called emo rap? Emo rap. That's what do it's you called. Feel like it's it start because it's 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 using they're using emo rap to speak out for people who have depression things like that. Do you feel yeah. like it's starting to connect more with younger like audiences than it was back in the day? Um, I mean, definitely, bro. Like, emo, like, this shit's new, bro. Like, right. this shit's only, like, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Shit. So, like, not not everyone's going to get on board with it, but at first, you know what I mean? But that's the beauty of it is, like, people see, people have different perspectives on shit, bro. Like, people just have different opinions on songs. Not everyone's right. going to find a song or a genre cool or whatever. That's just how it is. Everyone has their, everyone lives different lives, right? Right. So, emo rap is, yeah, therefore, it's for people who kind of have that vibe, you know, who had that, I guess, the early 2000s, like, My Chemical Romance, stuff like that, mm-hmm. is now played out into hip-hop and mixed together to make emo rap, or emo right. trap, or trap I, emo. I feel like hip-hop has always, res- like, corresponded with its audience. Yeah. But, like, just different times, you know, like, the 80s. 80s was, like, they were, like, anti-drug because, like, the crack epidemic was fucking up the black community, yeah. let's be real. And so you have, like, people like uh, Grandmaster Flash, he had a song called White Lines, Don't Do It. Like, don't do cocaine. You know, fast forward to the 90s, we're all trying to struggle, we're trying to make it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like Biggie said, you know, shout out to all people who called the police on me while I was trying to, you know, sell dope to pay my, yeah. pay my daughter. You know, people were like, yeah, that's real, like, we gotta do that. Yeah. You know, early 2000s, you know, us, us, we, we're kids, we like to dance. So yeah. I think Soulja Boy was like, bet. He drinks crank that Soulja Boy. Uh, he drops the he drops the tutorial on YouTube. You know, like so he's relating to us. You know, fast forward twenty ten. You know, drugs are still kind of fucking us up right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, oh, like, like, but those artists twenty ten relate to those those you know drug like Lil Pump has a song called Drug Addicts and has a has Charlie Sheen in the fucking video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a, like and on a, like on an opposite note. Like, I guess the downplay with that. To that would be is like oh they're glorifying drug use because a lot of people don't like Juice World because he glorifies drug use so much in his songs. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time they're not getting the message that that's how he copes. It's not that yeah. he wants to do it. But right. That's just how if you he's listen. If you listen to it. like even the first like maybe like five or six songs on his new album, he explains like a lot of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, bro, I got demons trying to call me right now. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I need help, but no, who's listening? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's just the real shit, bro. I mean, if you listen to my songs, you know, I talk about death a lot because that's shit that's on my mind 24-7. You know what I mean? We just all have our own demons and everyone has their own life, you know what I mean? And yeah, he wasn't, it's not necessarily glorifying the drugs. It's more of just saying, hey, man, I, I'm just telling you how I cope. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you this is like what I'm doing with my pain. This is how I'm coping with my depression. This is right. how, you know what I mean? And uh, shout out to the homie Exodius. He uh, kind of put it best. He, you know, cards? Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, the forbidden one? <laughs> he he, he kind of explained it in the sense of like, 
you know, in the nineties, you know, they, t- they were selling drugs and the, right. but to in our buy. generation, we're taking the drugs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, yeah, it's just like, bro, it's just the tables is a term really. Um, but I mean, listen to Eminem, right? Mm-hmm. He was doing, he was talking about doing drugs in the nineties too. You know what I mean? Right. It was like, it's one of, one of my favorite songs, which is kind of weird from Eminem, drug ballad. Yeah. I love that song for some reason, but I'm just like, you know, Eminem kind of came up in a fucked up neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's seen some things, and I guess if the drugs take the pain away, yeah. so be it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I mean, like, bro, that's just, like, how people live their life. You know what I mean? Don't watch that bullshit-ass <laughs> fucking event tonight. No. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm, cool. cool. Yeah, but we still got to talk about it because I just ended my podcast about that oh, shit. bullshit that just happened in front of public. Oh, damn. Yo, this, this episode might be. I don't know how we're going to do this episode. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Cut everything out. We're done, though. You're done, though. But yeah, man, it's just all about, like, I don't know. It's just like everyone's life has changed. You know what I mean? And it's right. Like, Right, and a lot of these kids are just inspired by like Gucci, by you know whatever, mm-hmm. whatever rappers out there. You know what I mean? Oh, so okay. Is there anything in hip hop that you kind of hate seeing? Like me personally, I'm tired of the materialism shit. Yeah, I, like praising like, bro, people. Okay, Gucci, the brand Gucci made that racist ass scarf, and you still got these race. <laughs> oh, you got some of these rappers yeah. talking about I got Gucci on my belt. Gucci, my like, nigga, bro. <laughs> Gucci's like I, I wouldn't say Gucci's cancer, but like how are you gonna go back to them after they basically just told you they don't give a fuck about us? I'm saying, bro. <laughs> like, bro, you see that bougie video where he's he's sitting there like cussing out all the all the people in the line. He's sitting there like he's like you, you don't care about y'all. They don't give a fuck about y'all. Right. Yeah. I just, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's the That's funniest shit. Yeah. There's bro, a lot of things happening in the in the, like the rap game now, especially um, like like a lot of people. But they I hate I, lyrical rappers now because they call them corny. And we yeah. talked about that in the last episode. That's the thing I hate. It's like, because you're talking about real issues, you're corny. I, I, what I, I guess what I hate about the... Just music in general is just like how everyone... Everyone can't just like have their own opinion or like everyone right. can't just like their own shit. You know what I mean? I also it, hate how wishy-washy fans are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right. Like they, they, you drop one bad album. Like you can't have... Not every album can be a platinum album. Right, yeah. And you drop one bad and like, oh, this nigga sucks. And then you like, go to the next hot thing. I mean, bro, and that's like, that's just fans, bro. Like, it, look at Colorado. Like, no one gives a fuck about you unless you got like 100,000 followers. You know right. what I mean? That's just the sad truth. But, um, no, man, I, 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 I just hate, yeah, like, the materialism. I love, I, or I hate the, uh, you know, how many companies are involved. You don't mm-hmm. need Fashion Nova. Fuck Fashion Nova, dude. I'm so sick of fucking Fashion Nova. Oh my oh, god, dude. I can't, I can't, Nova. I can't scroll down my Instagram without seeing a Fashion Nova ad. I'm like, bitch, there's I'm other clothes out there. Adam 22, I know you're trying to get that bag, but fuck out of here with that shit, bro. <laughs> Every fucking day, bro. YouTube academics. Yeah, academics. <laughs> like, nah, bro, but like, I don't know. Shout man. out Freddie Gibbs if you hear this. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna say anything to Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> yeah man, I love Freddie Gibbs. He's one of my yo, Alfredo, I put that up there with Pop Smoking album of the year catalogs, man. Oh yeah? I was like how man. I man, I, I did hear Joe Biden talk about it. I I might have to check it out for sure. Cause I think man, but like 
there's so many things I can like complain about in hip hop. Yeah. Then I'm then again that goes back to the old head thing. Like, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you just kind of gotta enjoy it for what it is. It's yeah, like anything bro. else, just enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Cool. But you, you can't just you can't sit there be. and dissect everything because then you're just not gonna annoy it. Yeah, you're bro. Just being an annoying prick about everything. Yeah. It's just like, bro. Okay, we get it. You don't like this. You don't like that. You don't like that. I'm like, bro, just chill. Then either that, or you just it. don't fucking listen to it. All right. Like, right. And one thing I will say. I hate how many motherfuckers try to copy X. Yeah. There is so many people who try to copy X's method or his his mm-hmm. algorithm. It's it's annoying because I could I could see it from a mile away. You know, we right. could see it from a mile away. You know, um, it's, it's sad, bro. It's so, sad. So would that kind of fall on like the, this, the lack of originality in music in general? Yeah, like in a sense, I guess. Like, I mean, do you feel like everybody's copy and pasting? I, mean, I personally what, feel like it. There's like a lot of copy paste, copy paste, because it's. I feel like the new school generation of rap, it has a formula. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And these, uh, you know, shout out to people who are following the formula and getting major success. I'm not gonna hate on you. I'm, get your bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get your bag, sis, yeah. whatever. You know. But I just wish there was a little bit more originality. Like, yeah. I wish there was a more of an original sound. I know. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, and that's. I guess that's where like labels also come into play, and that's why they get ruined. The music gets ruined because they mm. produce like a lot of the same bullshit. It's just like the same like radio plays over mm-hmm. and over. Like, I'm sorry, but the J- baby and Jack Harlow. The baby, I want to like the baby, but all his songs. All, every like, every single song. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I love the baby. I, I appreciate his hustle, his grind. I don't want to speak to him because he got teeth. He's gonna bite you. Oh me. I don't want to speak bad on the baby because he might. <laughs> <laughs> he might smack me from a party. No, the baby. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I like Jack Carlo too, but you know, like his flow is kind of the same too. Yeah, you know, like, but you see what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to them back back to back, it's just like. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds similar, you know what I mean? And Being that's hate when like artists are always like, "Oh, he stole my beat," or "Oh, he did this," or "He stole my," bro. You know who's really good at doing that, bro? Sauce Walker, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love what? Sauce Walker, bro. So- shout out Sauce Walker, bro. I know, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think he pioneered a really nice sound down in Texas, and it, you know, he got big. You know, cool. I'd be pretty pissed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, spent yeah. all that time, you know, pioneering this sound down south and. All these artists are taking it and not, you know, giving me credit. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, so, in the big, like, in the big, big leads, it's Drake. Everyone always says it's Drake. Oh, like, Drake, Drake steals bro, beats. Drake does Drake. his own song. The biggest, the biggest song Drake stole was Look At Me, bro. Look At Me, yeah. <laughs> I was like, go listen to Look At Me from X, then go to More Life, which, according to Drake's not an album, whatever, cool, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck that means, then go listen <laughs> to that song, KMT. Bro, you played, just play them side by side. Bro, Drake stole his flow word for word. I was like, what? I mean, Logic stole a beat from ASAP Rocky. Right. So, I mean, here's the thing, bro. It's like, stealing a beat is different. When you're when you're resampling a beat, that's something different. Or when you use the like, same sample. you ask for permission before you do it? Like, um, there's a lot. To, I heard there's a lot that goes into it. You gotta, you gotta make the phone call, and then you gotta, like... Yeah, there is. Like, there is a lot to sampling, so, like... So like yeah, you kind of you. It's just emails. You just gotta send the email, be like, hey, can we use this or how much can we, how much it is is it to use it, right. um, that kind of thing. But and you gotta get a BMI. There's a lot. There's a lot of business sides to music. Um, that's 
I but thought you would have one else. Yeah, I'm like, it's probably a lot of business stuff that we yeah. really don't have the time to dive into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. But do you also feel, do you also feel that that's kind of killing the industry too? Because there's a lot of recycled like beats you'll hear in the song. You're like, dude, I just fucking heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's like and also originality. Yeah, it's just like recycled shit and like yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing though. It's like there are sounds that are always gonna mix around you know what i mean like my sound for instance it it gets heavily fucking people tell me i sound like x ghost main suicide boys right but but i'm from colorado these right. motherfuckers are from new orleans and florida right. new york whatever and so like it always fucks me knowing the suicide boys are from new orleans all <laughs> <laughs> me bro um yeah so it's just like sounds sounds will travel and that's like the beauty of music is everyone will right. have their own version of that sound right um but there are people who genuinely just steal the fucking sound of it mm-hmm. and those are people that we don't really fuck with uh um i can there's there's one artist on my name or on the top of my head uh i see narco for instance oh kind of yeah. one of those guys i've heard of him from academics but i've never heard his music He's all right. Actually, no. Let's get an icy narco because I'm not. I don't know how to speak about him. We'll go to Dusty G, right? Dusty G is one of those guys. He he got in. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a nigga from Commerce City. <laughs> he's one of those. He got in a fight. He's a sad boy rapper. No gross. Um, no he uh, and he stole a bunch of peep lyrics. So oh, he, wow. he kept he kept he kept you know he having stole- these. He stole Peeps lyrics? He stole Peeps lyrics, yes. Wow, that's and, crazy. And like he he did it like for a couple songs where mm-hmm. he recited Peeps lyrics in his song. And it's mm-hmm. like I pretty much you're stealing and that's what he I mean, got. You know what they with. say imitation is the best form of flattery, but at the same but time. But not music. Like, damn, dude. But like, <laughs> like to actually reuse those lyrics is something different. You know yeah. what I mean? You know who else is good at reusing lyrics too? Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I, always have, I always have this joke that, uh... This is a fuck I'm a, Drake podcast. <laughs> hey, if I'm on it, it's a fuck Drake podcast. Uh, no, bro, I always have this joke that's like... That's like, I'm gonna steal Drake's uh, beats and lyrics and see how he likes it. <laughs> um, you can't get too mad because he probably stole them from, uh... Stole from someone t- else. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> on me, so I'm getting sued by two different people. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, um, so... I guess another big kind of thing for being like a rap artist is, of course, the elephant in the room. That's not really an elephant. You're a white rapper. So how the hell do you feel when you're like, I'm a rapper, and then all your, you know, black friends are like, nigga. Like, yeah. Well, honestly, bro, like, it was kind of cool. It's just like, I was always like, accepted okay. um, since I started, because uh, I was like, I was always kind of rapped. To myself and uh, I would rap with my homies and uh, yeah they always kind of fucked with it and uh, I've never really had the issue of like being a white rapper right I guess like every time someone asks me like oh you're a rapper I'd be like yeah like I'm a rapper it's always like it's kind of funny it's always white people that kind of always have the problem with it or like they always, always kind of like laugh because white people are like you're a rapper okay yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly like, yeah but Whatever. then, like, but then if I tell like you know a person of color I'm a rapper, they're like, oh shit, let me get your Instagram, like, let me SoundCloud, yeah. yeah you know and then they see me doing this scream shit, and some of them will like be like, uh, you know, let me go this way. But and, like, right. but like most of them will be like, be cool as fuck about it. They like, they see that I'm an outcast, and you know, a lot of people like a lot of people um, of color, I should say, like to branch out with music. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because like, our music has been dabbled in every single other kind of music. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you told me you were a rapper, and I listened to your music, I was like, oh, he's screaming. Okay, cool. Oh, he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> at first, I was like, I didn't expect it, but I was like, this shit's kind of cool. And I was, just, I, like, I was like, this dude is actually really good at what he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on me. But like, bro, there's I have like if you go through my discography, bro, I have different songs. It's not just me screaming, you know. Right. I have songs where I'm spitting. I have songs where, you know, I have a Kendrick flow. I have shit where like, you know, I'm starting to get in. I'm starting to dabble into auto tune right now. So like, yeah, this unreleased song that like, that I've been told is like a very Travis Scott like song. Right. Um. So it's just like all over the place, bro. And like, I try to branch out to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um. Feed the needs, you know. Right. So, kind of wrap things up here because we got like eight minutes left. Oh, word. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I tell you that you did have to do a freestyle. Man. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta spit something for the people out so there. Okay. Learn something. Okay. Like, okay. You want a beat? No beat. How you want to do this one with acapella? Uh, <laughs> I'll find a beat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, let's let's get on some like old school shit. Let's get some boom bob shit. <laughs> like, let's. Oh man, we're going boom bap. Alright, man. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, we're gonna get the, the sash for all the freestyle sets going. We're not rappers. Oh. <laughs> hey, that ain't no problem, bro. That ain't nothing. Let's get it. <laughs> like, if I rap, it's gonna be like Blueface. All <laughs> <laughs> me. Damn it. Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> oh man, G Herbo, man. It still bothers me that his name is Herbert and my dad's name is Herbert. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I I do like G Herbo though. I, he grew on me. Yeah, I was like, at yeah. first I was like, I can't really fuck with it. I just didn't like him because of his name. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, what the hell is a G Herbo? <laughs> no, then you know the homie Terry put me on. He was like, you know, listen to this one. I'm like, all right, cool, Terry, because you're my boy. I'm gonna go fuck with G Herbo. I was I was <laughs> fucking with him when the when his with his original name. What mm-hmm. was it? G. It was like G Herb or. What was it? Ah, you asked the wrong person. It was something before G Herbo. It was, <laughs> Some dope. Okay, so this this beat is three minutes and thirty seven seconds. Oh, I'm so, probably not gonna spit the whole thing. Not the whole thing. <laughs> not the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put that shit right there. Okay. All right. Play it. Let's go. Let's get it. Yo, exclusive. Uh. Easy, easy dick. <laughs> uh. Look, my third eye's open. My second one's closed and I'm fucking all these hoes What you fucking feeling like? Motherfucker, swear to God, my middle name is Mike That's my father that didn't bother to call me I swear to God, I keep it to the army I don't understand the world, what you fucking call me Phil, motherfucker, swear to God, yeah, for real I don't understand, yeah, this is the pain I spill It's the paint real Motherfucker, how you gonna see? Motherfucker, swear to God, that's all of me I can't be Looking through my third Oh, fuck, <laughs> I ain't got a cap, bro. I, I suck at fuck at freestyle. Everybody gets one redo. Everybody gets one redo. One more redo. All right, all right, all right, all right. Take the beat. That one was a little slow. Yeah, yeah. It's like put on some like Warren G or some shit. Put on some fucking what's it? Five Finger Death. Yeah. And uh, freestyling two of America's most wanted. Uh, swear, swear. <laughs> hey, let's get it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do, let's do this one. What the fuck? Okay. Sounds like a retro shit. Oh, Some Snoop Dogg shit. I don't even know if I can do this. <laughs> Wes. Oh, Wes Cash. Shut up, Blueface. 
Instagram at Vile slash Vale IV, which is V A L E I V. I still won't know how to say it. <laughs> um, and you and you can search my name up on uh, Spotify on all social plat on all uh, platforms, just at Vale IV. Um, yeah, man. Now we, me and the me and the homies, uh, I got a collective. Um, as we're at, right now we're in the name change, but at the moment we go by Grunge Bar Armada. Uh, we Grunge Bar Armada? <laughs> no, 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 Grunge Bar Armada. Okay. Uh, yeah, we we got a, we got this project coming out uh, with with a couple uh, features on there. Um, can't announce them yet, but it'll be there. Uh, it's it's gonna be called a Grunge Bar Armada Volume One. Uh, that should be here in the next couple months. We just gotta shoot some videos and shit for that. Um, fuck, man. If we had this whole COVID thing not here, we would definitely be doing shows. But uh, Word. yeah, and then just look out for the. I I try releasing a single every month type shit. So yes, sir. keep on the lookout for that. All right, man. And well, we, you can find me and Chris. You can find me on Instagram at Squidmin. That's S Q U I D D M I N underscore the third. You can find me at Basecott underscore James ninety four. Shout out to Lil B. I have like three Twitters, so I can't. I have my main Twitter is at Childish Magneto. You can find us on Facebook. I appreciate. We want to say thank you for all the support out there, man. This our last episode hit two hundred thirty over two hundred likes, 200 likes man. So we love y'all. We appreciate you. Good night. Keep those saying levels up. We Rats love you. And no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Peace, y'all.